Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Hello, I'm Neil Augenstein. The Board of Supervisors chairs voices his support for students walking out of class in Fairfax County. I'm Megan Cloherty. A jury returns a verdict in the 2019 killing of a DoorDash driver in Manassas. I'm Mike Marillo. The Nats and O's played games tonight that resembled home run derbies, and we'll talk about the Commanders versus Dallas. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Hurricane Ian is on course to hit Florida's Gulf Coast after tearing into Cuba as a Category 3 storm. And according to Cuba's electric union, has knocked out power across all the island. More from CBS's Omar Villafranca in Tampa. They said mandatory evacuation. It's time to go. All along Florida's Gulf Coast, thousands of residents are heading inland, heeding the call to evacuate as Hurricane Ian inches closer. It is a big storm. Uh, it is going to kick up a lot of water as it comes in. And and you're going to end up with really significant storm surge. You're going to end up with really significant flood events. Uh, and this is the type of storm surge that, that, that is life-threatening. That's Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. President Biden talks up his administration's plans to bring down health care costs for seniors. More from CBS's Skylar Henry. The Biden administration says for the first time in more than a decade, Medicare Part B premiums are expected to decrease rather than go up next year. Millions of seniors and people with disabilities on Medicare, that means more money in their pockets while still getting the care they need. CBS's Jim Crisula has the latest court action out of Ohio on abortion. A judge has extended a temporary block on Ohio's law banning virtually all abortions for an additional two weeks. The ruling means abortions through 20 weeks may continue in the meantime. The American Civil Liberties Union of Ohio had sued on behalf of the state's remaining abortion providers. As the U.N. Security Council members denounce Russia's moves to annex part of Ukraine, the Kremlin is threatening to send more troops to Ukraine and possibly use nuclear weapons. CIA Director Bill Burns tells CBS News. What we have to do is take it very seriously, watch for signs of actual preparations, and also, and this is the role of policymakers, and I'm no longer a policymaker, but to communicate very directly the severe consequences that would flow from any use of nuclear weapons. United Airlines flight attendants picketed outside of Boston Logan Airport today to demand the company address what they describe as ongoing operational disruptions. Andrew Fahey heads a local chapter of the union. We are here to get United Airlines to understand that there is a severe problem with contacting those in charge of our scheduling department. He says employees can sometimes be on the phone for hours for work schedule information. A California murder suspect and his teen daughter are killed in shoot a shootout with police. The San Bernardino County Sheriff says it happened during a firefight with police on a desert highway. Authorities say the abducted 15-year-old's father, Anthony John Graziano, allegedly killed his estranged wife in a domestic violence incident, incident that took place on Monday. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way, helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 1003 on WTOP, Tuesday night, September 27th, 2022. It's 61 in Roslyn, heading down to the 50s and 40s later.
Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Walkouts at several Virginia schools over the governor's proposed policies affecting transgender students. Team coverage begins with WTOP's Neil Augenstein tonight. Here at Loudoun County High School, Felicity says for some LGBTQ students, high school is a safe zone. But I was mainly trying to figure out what was going on, figuring out high school, figuring out myself. She doesn't disagree with Governor Youngkin's point that parents should be in the loop. Yes, I agree that parents do need to know what's happening at their schools, but transgender teens, non-binary teens, they really need to have that safety. She says there's probably a middle ground between the current policies and Governor Youngkin's proposed ones. We need to be able to keep that privacy because then people can figure themselves out and when they feel safe, they can go and talk to their parents. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Almost 1,400 students from a dozen Loudoun County high schools participated in the 25-minute walkout. Those in charge say students who did take part, they're not going to face any disciplinary consequences. Governor Youngkin has something to say about all this, even though he, he's been campaigning in Georgia tonight. He tells WTOP this is about engaging parents in a decision moment, in his words, and the previous policy excluded parents, something he says is not right. On today's DMV Download podcast, the head of the Board of Supervisors in Fairfax County came out against the planned policy to limit transgender students' rights. Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay says he supports students walking out on this issue. His daughter is one of them. You know, I couldn't be prouder of these kids. They know what happens in the classroom. They know what stress they're under, and frankly, they're concerned about classmates of theirs being targeted. On the DMV Download podcast, McKay says he sees Governor Youngkin's policy changes as political posturing. I think what he's doing is wrong. I think we had model procedures in place, model policies in FCPS that were working and working quite fine for our kids. They were not disrupting learning or, or our children. Representing the entire county, what I'm focused on is the overall health of our community. Megan Cloward, WTOP News. The student protests coincide with the start of a month-long public comment period. So far, a state website has been slammed with more than 15,000 comments, both for and against the proposal. Get details at WTOP.com. He was accused of killing a 56-year-old father at a Denny's in Manassas. This was the day after Christmas 2019. Now a jury has found this man guilty of murder. WTOP's Mike Marillo with the details. After more than four days of deliberating, a jury found Jordan Anderson of Manassas guilty of 45 of the 49 charges against him during a robbery at the Denny's that ended in murder. Anderson, along with another man, Ryan Walker, accused of robbing the restaurant, which was full of people at the time. Then as they exited, Yusuf Oscar unknowingly opened the door for them. Oscar was working for DoorDash at the time. He was shot and killed. Another man was also wounded. The jury decided against first-degree murder and instead convicted Anderson of a lesser charge of second-degree murder. He faces life in prison at sentencing. Walker is set to go to trial next April. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Ahead here on WTOP, during 2016 and 2020, pollsters have been undercounting Republican votes. Although they're trying to fix it, could the polls be wrong yet again? For six weeks from tonight. Stay with us here on WTOP, your election source. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief took care of Eric's problem. And now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800 893 800-893-4133. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. 
I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. 1008 slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 66 westbound after the Fairfax County Parkway, there is a work zone set up getting by single file to the right. And on uh, 95 southbound, they set up along the right side after exit 140 Stafford. I believe they're going to be down to a single lane there. And uh, otherwise, uh, traffic is running pretty well on 95 except for that one stretch. 395 is good to go in Virginia. In the district, it was the crash on 395 north near the 3rd Street Tunnel. I believe it's out of the roadway now. On Southern Avenue, near the Southern Avenue Metro, there was a serious crash. Traffic gets by there under uh, police direction, and that's uh, rather slowly at that. 50 in Maryland, out to the Bay Bridge without delay. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well, as does 270 both directions. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzball.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Just a few clouds out there tonight with lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. So after a chilly, cold start tomorrow morning, we're looking at a nice afternoon. While temperatures are running below normal, we'll warm to near 70 with mostly to partly sunny skies and a bit of a breeze at times. Continuing to feel very much like autumn, Thursday, Friday, and on into the weekend as well. We're dry Thursday and Friday with highs near 70. And then over the weekend, expect rain at times. Highs in the low to mid-60s. The rain over the weekend from the remnants of Ian. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, the latest statistics about Ian, 120 mile per hour maximum sustained winds. It's about 175 miles southeast of Punta Gorda, Florida. Southwest, I should say, of Punta Gorda, Florida, which is south of the Tampa area, about 170 miles offshore right now. Stay close to WTOP, your weather alert station for all the latest. At DuPont Circle, 61. Germantown down to 55. Annandale, 60 degrees now, dropping into the 40s late this evening. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010 on WTOP. It is campaign 2022. For months now, we've been hearing this November's midterm elections are not going to be nearly as damaging to Democrats as first thought. Polls constantly show the Democrats are likely to hold on to the Senate. And while the House will probably still flip to the Republicans, the majority may not be very large. But what if these polls are wrong? 
Politico senior campaigns and elections editor Stephen Shepard joined WTOP's Michelle Bash and me earlier to talk about why recent pre-election polls have consistently underreported Republican support, especially for people like Donald Trump. Well, that's certainly been the case in the past few elections, including the past two presidential elections. It didn't always used to be that way. And this is something in 2012, for example, the polls understated Barack Obama's support as he was running for re-election. Since 2016, it has been a consistent problem. And I talked to a number of pollsters who have tried to fix it and are trying to fix it with their 2022 polling and quite frankly they're just not sure if they're doing the right things or able to do the right things and there are a lot of folks that i talk to who think that it may not be quite as bad as 2020 where the polls suggested that joe biden was going to win in a blowout victory over donald trump and democrats were going to expand the house majority and neither of those things happened but it, it might also be it might be the same pattern that we've seen that republicans actually overperform compared to the polls once voters have their say not to be too hard on the pollsters but they have had since 2016 to get this fixed you mentioned they're making efforts what is the problem or the holdup? is it that you have to go through the election to see if your fixes actually made some corrections well that, that's part of it look part of the problem is that it appears to be that they are missing conservative voters aligned with donald trump that are just are not picking up the phone or responding to polls via text message or online on the computer. Uh, these are all the ways that pollsters are trying to reach a representative sample of voters. But when you have a segment of the population that also is probably a little bit less likely to vote, especially in midterm elections, that won't participate, it's hard to know who you're missing. And so pollsters really are, they're making all their best efforts to get as many of those people in and represent them uh, according to their proportion of the population. But if they're less likely to answer the phone, it's just harder to know that you're getting the right percentage and, and you have the country rep or the state or the congressional district you're trying to poll represented properly. To the extent that you're even comfortable predicting this, will Tuesday, November 8th of this year be a pretty good one for Democrats? Well, we have, uh, I do our election forecast at Politico, and we have the Senate currently rated as a toss-up. That means we think neither party has a significant advantage in the battle for the Senate. Now, if you look at the polling and you look at 538, their model that relies only on the polling, they have a couple of different forecast models. The one that relies entirely on the polling gives Democrats a roughly 80% chance to keep the Senate. We think that's overinflated. I think that's overinflated. I think it's closer to a coin flip. And we have the House rated as likely Republican. It is possible for Democrats to retain their majority, but it's unlikely. Republicans are likely to win the majority. How big? <laughs> There's a long way to go in six weeks. I, I think we, we don't believe at this point it's going to be this historically large wave election that, that I think we would have thought maybe six months ago, but it could still be a significant victory for Republicans. Politico's senior campaigns and elections editor Stephen Shepard. We're a month and a half away from that uh, election night. Full coverage right here on WTOP. What Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott is saying about playing in Sunday's game against the Commanders. We've got that on the way with Rob. He'll tell us about the Nats and O's as well. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. 
Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 and 15 now as we go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Nationals score the first two runs of the game. Paolo Spino cruising through the first three innings, but it was all Braves after that. Atlanta wins 8 to 2. They have won 16 of the last 17 games at Nats Park. And uh, the Braves would actually score in four straight frames three of those innings they put up multiple runs with two outs so just a uh, rough pitching performance there started by paulo espino who falls to zero and eight after a five inning starting which he gave up two of the three home runs hit by the braves the orioles right now in boston trailing the red sox 13 to 8 in a wild one that's still only in the top of the seventh inning the uh, uh orioles getting uh, multiple home runs uh, yet again, from uh, from uh, uh, one uh, Anthony Santander, uh, two home runs, three RBI, same as he had last night in a uh, high-scoring game. It is unlikely the Washington Commanders will have to face Dak Prescott in Dallas. Dak himself telling USA Today he's a long shot to play on Sunday. He's instead eyeing a return week five against the Rams it is again worth pointing out Cowboys 2-0 and without him this season so maybe Commanders fans bump the brakes on any celebration that this game will be any easier Rob Woodfork WTOP Sports top stories we're following for you on WTOP the House Committee investigating the Capitol riot has postponed a highly anticipated public hearing that was set for tomorrow it's because of Hurricane Ian which is approaching Florida as we speak. The committee has not announced a new date. The latest path for the hurricane has the storm moving over the southeastern Gulf of Mexico. It's passing the Florida Keys as we speak, approaching the west coast of Florida, and it's expected to make landfall by tomorrow afternoon. Ian is 175 miles or so southwest of Punta Gorda, Florida. Its winds are at 120 miles an hour. Across Virginia, students have been walking out of class to protest Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed policy changes regarding transgender students. Many teens are unhappy with the Republicans' effort. Some of them walked out around here today. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. A measure to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections is moving forward in the D.C. Council. DCist reports the Judiciary and Public Safety Committee on the Council unanimously approved a measure allowing non-citizens to vote. The measure was amended to clarify that it includes undocumented residents as well as those with legal permanent residency. The committee also voted to make mail-in voting a permanent D.C. election feature. In a report accompanying the bill, the committee said allowing non-citizen neighbors, many of whom have lived and worked in the district for decades, to participate in our elections can only strengthen our democracy and our communities. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 66 westbound approaching the Beltway. I believe they set up along the left side of the roadway again tonight. Uh, very slowly getting by as you head for the Beltway. And they're also working uh, west of Fair Lakes, headed out to Centerville and getting by single file to the right on westbound 66. On 395 north, left lane is blocked after Edsel Road toward Duke Street. And southbound traffic on 95 is getting pretty slow in Stafford again. Uh, after exit 140, you get by single file to the left, past the work zone as you go toward 
uh, Centerport Parkway. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, we're in pretty good shape, though. In the district on 395 North, near the 3rd Street Tunnel, crash has been along the right side. And uh, on Southern Avenue, near the Southern Avenue Metro, there was a serious crash a while ago. Still getting by under police direction. Things are generally good to go on 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 eastbound out to the Bay Bridge is running without delay. Westbound, you get by single file to the left from Baydale Drive toward Ritchie Highway with the paving. And uh, up and down 270, all is quiet tonight. On the house, no charge. Complimentary. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Order today. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. We're going to Amelia Draper. A chilly, cold night across the area on this Tuesday. Lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. So you definitely want the jacket tomorrow morning. But once again, it's all about the layers. By the afternoon hours, we're warming to near 70 with a bit of a breeze at times and mostly to partly sunny skies. A mix of clouds and sunshine on Thursday with highs near 70. Cloudy skies on Friday with highs in the mid to upper 60s. For Saturday and Sunday, we're tracking rain. The remnants of Ian look to bring us rain Saturday, Sunday, Monday, maybe even on into Tuesday as well. We could pick up one to two inches over this four-day time period. And winds Sunday into Monday could gust up to 40 miles an hour. So not producing wind damage, but certainly adding a chill with highs only in the low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight at Reagan National, 61. At BWI Marshall, 59. And Dulles Airport, 58. Some parts of our area down to the 40s later tonight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead on WTOP, it is a mask-optional policy going forward at one large local university. And an area once known as a food desert gets a supermarket. We've got all that ahead. 1021. Stay with us. Hi, honey. How was your flight? Long. Hey, Mom, don't take this the wrong way, but you look tired. Since Dad's stroke, I find myself working around the clock to care for him, plus the shopping, paying the bills, and keeping up with the housework. But it's okay. I made a promise 50 years ago in sickness and in health. I want your dad here with me, not in assisted living. Mom, I love you for your devotion, and I know Dad does too, but you can't keep this up. I want you two to stay in this house as long as possible, but we need to get some help, even if it's only a couple of days a week. Warm and Home Care can help your loved ones stay safe and happy in their own home by providing essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. Still ahead on WTOP was a star born tonight at Capital One Arena, a local guitarist performing with Lizzo. Stay with us. Here's Ross Fard, an ICAM subject matter expert at CISA on the CISO Handbook Discussion, sponsored by CyberArk. That is one of the real important aspects of implementing a zero-trust architecture is it's information-informed decisions you make continuously about your environment, who's accessing your environment, what they're getting access to. And that changes all the time. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted 
trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K.com. Walk to end Alzheimer's in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Find a walk near you at alz.org slash walk. That's alz.org slash walk. This is WTOP News. 1023, Georgetown University is going mask optional for classrooms and teaching labs on the main and medical center campuses. University leadership sent a letter to the campus community noting that COVID cases have been steadily dropping after the expected spike in the first few weeks of the school year. Masks were already optional in other indoor locations. Georgetown continues to require masks on university-sponsored public transportation and in its health care facilities. D.C.'s Ward 7 in Southeast, once known as a food desert, is now home to Washington's first Lidl supermarket. Mayor Muriel Bowser cut the ribbon on the new Lidl's. We are delighted to welcome Lidl to Ward 7. It's nestled in the gleaming new Skyland Town Center in the Hillcrest neighborhood next to 263 new residences. For decades, Carrie Thornhill has fought for a supermarket so she and her neighbors wouldn't have to go over the Anacostia River or into Maryland to get their groceries. We're proud that you selected our neighborhood to locate your first store in the district. In Southeast, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Lizzo performed this evening at Capital One Arena in D.C. and a 19-year-old guitarist from Maryland was on stage with her. Jordan Waters grew up in Baltimore and attended Howard Community College. She tells our news partners at NBC4 one of her mentors was supposed to play on the tour but couldn't make it. So Jordan decided to audition, practicing for days on the audition tape she sent to Lizzo's team. From 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., just running it in my basement. Back to back to back to back. Then like that went throw it away. Try it again. Tonight's crowd was the largest Jordan had ever played before and she says she hopes to set an example. I hope I'm inspiring black girls to, you know, do their thing. Waters says she hopes tonight's performance has become her big break. He fronted the glam metal band Poison before becoming a reality TV star. Brett Michaels rocks Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races on Saturday. It's going to be an incredible, incredible show on Saturday. Just a good party. Brett Michaels formed Poison in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania in 1983 for hits like Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Dirty to Me, had we listened to other people, would have been a complete disaster. We just stuck to our guns and played it raw like it sounds now. He followed up with the chart-topping ballad, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Every Rose Had a Broken Heart. She was in Los Angeles. I was traveling the country, and it just fell apart. Hear our full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow lost another 126 points in Tuesday's session to a fresh bear market low. The 10-year Treasury yield is now approaching 4%, the highest since 2010. 2023 premium set for Medicare Part B for next year, $165 a month. That's 3% lower than this year. The International Gold Cup in the Plains is October 22nd. The equine industry in Virginia is worth $2 billion a year, the economy. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. We've got some tanking markets right now in Asia. Tokyo stocks 2% lower. Hong Kong is 2% lower. It's because the Chinese currency is at its lowest value since 2008. So we are seeing some pretty steep losses in that area. That is that part of the world. Stay with us here on WTOP for Money News at 25 and 55. We're also watching Hurricane Ian.
Giving is simple. And you'll find the perfect gifts with Adidas. Beat the rush and check off your holiday wish list with three stripes favorites. With staples like Ultra Boost shoes, T-Row pants, and Originals apparel. There's something everyone will love from day one. 